Sometimes we judge employees and employers too quickly. Abraham Lincoln said, I don't like that man. I must get to know him better. Hi, welcome back to Paul Group Employment Schmooze Podcast. I'm your host, Chaim Desser, CEO of Paul Group Staffing. We often hear the expression, stop judging, stop judging. While most people agree it's wrong, how exactly do we stop judging? It's human nature to judge others as soon as we look at them. We have a tendency to minimize when we do something wrong and maximize things when others do it wrong. We will minimize the pain that we cause to others and maximize the pain that others cause to us. That's all part of being judgmental. And the same is with how we live and what we do is certainly the right way. But how others do it is probably wrong. So if it's in our nature to judge, then how can we not? First, let me share with you a story. A client of mine interviewed a great candidate. This candidate had the experience that the company was looking for. This was a search that went on for a long time. When we finally found someone for them, we interviewed and sent them down to meet our client. It seemed like a perfect match, but there was one issue that really bothered my client. I tried getting to the bottom of it, and it turned out that the employer felt this candidate didn't act classy at the interview. She looked at her cell phone in the middle of the interview a few times. The employer said that that is a big no-no for them because she will need to be the role model for her team. And it's a big turnoff. It shows she has no respect. It was hard for him to wrap his brain around it. Well, I, as the recruiter, wasn't a dilemma here. I never push candidates on an employer. That's not sensible. I believe employers should make a conscious decision when they hire someone, and sometimes they need to trust their gut feeling about the candidate. I can understand that sometimes it's a chemistry issue, and there isn't anything that we can do if the chemistry is not there. That's human behavior. Some people just don't click with each other, and that doesn't need any explanation. But here, it wasn't an issue of chemistry. It wasn't a matter of skills or experience. It was strictly a matter of a specific act that turned off the employer. We always use the phrase, there is no second chance for a first impression. But there might be an exception to the rule, no? Anyway, I realized that this was a difficult situation for the employer as well, because the company wasn't searching for an easy find here. So I figured I should first try to understand from the candidate why she wasn't more focused at the meeting and why she was distracted with her phone in the middle of an interview. And then I might come up with a solution. I decided to have a conversation with the candidate. I asked her how she viewed the meeting with the employer from her point of view. Turns out that she prepared herself for the meeting pretty well. She had a list of questions to ask about the company and about the job itself. In the middle of the conversation, she told me, I had it all written on my phone to make sure I get all my questions in so I can make my decision if this position is a fit to my experience. So here I got the answer I was looking for. The picture was clear to me. I set up a second interview and told the employer to go into it again with an open mind. This should be just a casual meeting, just to get to know each other better. So as the employer, they should make her feel at ease, try to keep the meeting natural. End of story, they met again, it was a great meeting, and they ended up hiring her. Now, no one can argue that this employer shouldn't have judged her at all. She was wrong to come into an interview peeking at her phone multiple times. It came across as disrespectful. But my point is that if you try to understand people before you judge them, then you can try to shift things into a more positive light. So whenever we say don't judge, it doesn't mean don't judge at all. It means don't judge before listening. Try to understand others before you judge them.
The truth is, of course, as the recruiter, I had an invested interest here. I was looking to make it work. But at the same time, you can't argue with the fact that because I didn't judge her harshly, because I tried to understand the situation, I was able to get them together again and place her into a company. We are all human beings. We are judgmental towards others. The best way to improve ourselves in this area is to become better listeners. It's interesting that sometimes when we have disagreement with others, we are so sure that the other person just doesn't understand what we understand. And we come to a quick conclusion that the other person is too shallow to understand. We are much deeper thinkers than the other party. We have the full scope of the situation and they don't. But what that judgment does, it automatically divides us further and rips our relationship apart at a time when we should really better our relationship and try to understand each other more. I always tell employers that the idea of an interview is not to judge anyone. It is to listen. Try to understand who that person is, how they can benefit your company. Judging is the last part. After you understand them, then you judge if it's a fit for your needs. I once heard a story of a couple who was sitting at a family gathering and the husband said while they were driving to come here, he noticed a group of 50 motorbikes passed his car. The wife corrected him right away. She argued, it wasn't 50, it was only maybe 20 bikes. And he replied, it was definitely more like 30, 40, closer to 50. And then she said, no, I know it wasn't more than 20 until her father reached out to her, whispered in her ear, and he asked her, tell me, does it really make a difference if it was 20 or 50? She answered, sure, I don't want my husband to sound like a lawyer. It's embarrassing. So her father replied, A, how would anyone know if you didn't correct him? And B, is it not more embarrassing that you showed everyone that you don't respect your husband? The question you should ask yourself is, do you want a relationship? or you rather want to be correct. What's more important here? When we are judgmental, we are not open to accept and listen, and that divides people apart. How can we hire someone if we are not willing to get to know them? And if during the interview, we are only interested in judging, it comes back to basics. Communication is always the key. In all my years as a recruiter and as an employment advisor, I've seen many frictions between employees and employers who don't see eye to eye. I feel that both employers and employees overlook the importance of their relationship. It's a mutual understanding that one has to deliver and one needs to compensate for the delivery. But much of the friction comes from negative judgment of each other without really listening to what the other party thinks and why they do what they do. Employers and employees both need to think, what do I want as an outcome? Do I want a relationship with my employer, with my manager, or do I just not care? I just need my compensation and don't care about the relationship. I can tell you from my experience that if you can't see eye to eye, then you will continue having negative judgmental feelings, which will always cause friction and things most likely will not end positive. The only way we judge others favorably is when we try to understand them, the thought process. Therefore, it's important that employers, managers, and all staff members should have a respectful relationship where they can be open and honest with each other when there is any issue and work together for the greater good. The goal of a great leader should be to focus on correcting the issues, not to focus on correcting their people. Let's not forget that people do things for a reason. If they have done something wrong, 
It might very well be because they were not trained to do it right or because they were convinced that what they do, they are doing it right. If we would listen before judging, we would know and get the issue resolved quickly instead of just causing more friction. This is a complicated issue. It depends how big a company is. It's self-understood that employers in larger companies do not have the time to get to know all their employees from each department, but they should at least have someone who does, meaning that every company must have at least one person who can represent their employees. Employees must have someone they can talk to and trust as an authority. That should help keep the relationship between the employees and the company in check. And as I always say, with a strong and healthy team, you create a great environment, and that's a perfect way to reach success. And now let's go to a poll group job advertisement. A large company located in New York is seeking to hire a CRO, that's a chief revenue officer, who will be driving all the revenue generators of all departments, including the sales department, the marketing department, and of course, driving the purchasing team as well. This position will be responsible for hiring and expanding existing team. They will also identify problems and resolve issues. Candidate must have experience in strategy and planning for revenue expansion. The position starting pay is 250K to 300K plus, depending on experience. Send your resume to info at pollgroup.com. That's I-N-F-O at P-O-E-L-G-R-O-U-P.com. Wishing you all continued success in whatever you do. Have a wonderful day.